0: entertainment talk today i'm here to do another video game review this one's going to be for detroit to become human uh exclusive to the playstation 4 of course uh so yeah let's jump straight into it um i wouldn't consider this review to have spoilers because there's so many different endings um and the two endings i'm going to talk about are some of uh, the two most simple basically um Which is the ones where everybody died and everybody lived. I'll explain why I'm talking about those two endings in a moment. Um, But general impressions. uh, This is my game of the year so far. Um, It does a lot of smart and interesting things in terms of its gameplay. Um, It gives you little choices that pay off later as well. And I found those to be really, really smart and well-written, uh, and it makes you feel like you're playing a game that was made by people that care a bit more, where they're, like, putting these little interesting choices in for you, uh, some of which you don't have to do, some of which you can just completely ignore, um, and do later, um, and, like in terms of gameplay wise this is probably as good as like Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls um in terms of that little franchise itself um consisting of three games I've only not played Beyond Two Souls I've heard that the choices in that game don't affect as much as what as um like Heavy Rain and Detroit did so I don't know if I want to play it that much. Um I might go back one day and like try it and just uh experience it for myself I guess. Um but like there's, there's a couple of little decisions, the first of which um is like when you're doing the rooftop hostage scene and there's little things where like um you'll go to save the guy who's like bleeding out. You don't have to, you can leave him there and probably get a different consequence later. Um but I I chose to save him and like because he's like bleeding out from his arm or something, and you have to like wrap it up. Uh, the the android that you're uh, trying to talk down isn't exactly happy about this, but he doesn't stop you necessarily. I guess depending on what you set up beforehand, um, he didn't attempt to stop me. He like shot a bullet, but then um, like shot a, he he did a he took a warning shot against me, but then like my character kind of continued. Um, and then, like, later in the game, after Connor's died, like, twice, again, it depends on if you get Connor killed. That's why, like, spoilers are kind of interesting, because somebody could say, like, Oh, I got this to happen in my game, and you could be like, Oh, wow, I don't know how that would happen when I had this happen. So, I guess if you were told every single ending that could happen, that would be a spoiler, but, like, it's just up to you to discover what what would happen, and even if you get told that something might happen um you might not know how to get there in the story you might like completely just walk past it so um yeah it's just really really smart in terms of that stuff um but yeah what i was saying is like you save this guy and then much later in the game like five hours later you you do this other piece of an an investigation and uh connor's had his memory wiped so he's not the same connor but he is still connor uh, the guy comes up to him and he's like, oh, you saved my life and stuff. Um, and it's like, you doing that little decision earlier to a character who didn't mean much to the overall plot. You could just walk straight past him. Uh, comes back and you have, like, kind of a meaningful conversation. Um, I guess if you don't get kinda killed in that scene, maybe you have, a, again, a different scene where, like, Connor remembers who this guy is. Depend. I guess it would just depend on if you've got Connor killed in that situation and just what's happened to you uh sort of so far so yeah obviously with the game having like a um a flow chart and having just like multiple different choices that you can make and stuff like that um i do feel like they did a really good job to branch those paths out as well and um have like just this situation where If your character dies and you do want to go back and save them you can. But you have to like replace a a lot of sections. Or like maybe the whole section you were just in. Not like the whole game all over again. But you'll have to like just replay the whole section you're in. So there's definitely a lot of like tense moments. And just a lot of uh, you know risk and stuff like that. And there is a lot of situations in this game where... Um you're given the option to, like, obey, ignore, uh, interfere, don't interfere, uh, say something, don't say something, uh, or someone's got their gun pointed at you, and, like, whether or not you want to, like, intervene with them, or uh, there's a particular situation with uh, Kara where you have to either, like, surrender, um, play dead, or run, and, like, i I played out both those uh different scenarios or or two of those different scenarios out of the three um one of which gets you basically killed one of you one of which gets you um uh freed' because um, that's the that's the play dead option um that might be a small spoiler D- it depends you might not even get on the you might not even end up getting in that situation there's honestly so many different um, branching paths that like I could probably sit here and tell you like every single little thing that happened and they might not even happen to you because like an entire my entire journey with Kara or Connor or Marcus if I were to tell you like each one of them you might end up getting them killed before like uh, you even get started on or, or some of um of what I've mentioned so I really do like the whole thing of uh, and again, like, in a, in an interesting sense, because you don't really want to get these characters killed. Um, in a sense that, like, getting them killed is permanent, and you have to just move forward with the other characters, I found very interesting. because uh, I remember in my first impressions video a couple of months ago, when they released the demo, I said, like, what would happen if you got all three of them killed? Do they, like, replaced with someone new? Um... And in the in the playthrough where I did get all three of the main characters killed, it was actually the end of the game. So maybe you could get, like... Maybe the situation is where um, you have to have one of them... Like, all the branching paths lead to one of them definitely being alive. But I don't actually know that. Like, my guess as to can you get them all killed before the ending... Um, and maybe it just brings a different earlier ending, where like you get them killed in a different situation, and you get some sort of end game sequence where um, you, you're seeing cutscenes, maybe of other characters. That that would be kind of interesting in in a different way as well. Where if you got them all killed before the end point that I saw both times, uh, you just maybe just get a different story, and you just won't see that end point, and like. Because there's a a narrative in here where, like, each character has a different role and they have a different end goal. But it could could all change depending on the the decisions that you made. Um, Because, like, if you made one different decision to me somewhere, that character might have a completely different, like, story. But the same, their same character narrative might be the same. Um... Yeah, it, it it's very, very interesting, and it brings about, like, the whole Telltale thing, where, like, it's the illusion of choice. This is no illusion of choice. If a character dies, they die. It's not like a character dies, and you decide between one of the two, and the other one dies later. Um, like, there could be certain situations where that happened, and I've seen certain situations on YouTube where, like... You can get Alice killed, but not... Or, or, uh, sorry, you can get um, Kara killed, but not Alice. And it would be like, what happens to Alice after? Do you take take control of her on your own? Just because, like, she's being after somebody... Doesn't mean she couldn't then have her own narrative. Uh, I mean, look at Walking Dead with Clementine. What happened in Season 1 happened. And then you took care of Clementine, and that was just the story. Uh, Or maybe, like, Kara dies earlier, and you take care of... um, Alice and she meets Connor or she meets up with Hank or I don't know um because like that it brings about so much replayability and that depends it, it it all depends on like if you're successful in your first ever playthrough and you get no one killed. You might just be like okay. I'm fine with that ending. Where like I saved everyone. Everything's happy. I'm fine. I'm I'm finished. Uh, or you might be interested in the ending. Where everyone dies. Or some sort of mixture in between. Where like one of them dies. Uh, I just think it's all very smart and interesting. And Harry Rain, and Beyond Two Souls. Were almost like trial runs of that. Where you could get certain characters killed earlier. But um. There wasn't this massive flowchart kind of thing. And I I suppose with Heavy Rain having... uh, I think it was just two playable characters. It was the man... It was the dad and then the the other woman that you meet up with later. Um, But this it's like... with, With this it's like you have the three different characters. But there's new characters you meet along the way. They might die and then that might branch off to a new path. Um... But no, I think as well as having really solid gameplay and having the whole—I just really like the sort of walk around, interact with stuff situation because it's it's where like you're walking around and you're interacting with little bits and pieces, but you don't know how that's going to play out later. Uh, I mean, you could like guess and stuff, um, and there's certain scenes where like you're at the house with or the uh, hideout house where you go to with alice and kara which again you might not even end up there you might die before you you get there i don't know um because again there's so many different branching paths where it's like uh this policeman comes knocking on the door and there's different android evidence you have to like hide all that and convince him that there's no androids in the house and like i did on my first playthrough i told luther to hide in the place where he accidentally got caught he got killed he got the policeman killed and then in my second playthrough um I realized what I'd done. I still didn't know exactly where to hide Luther. I just told him to hide in a different place. I was successful and then I like I actually looked around for the android evidence and stuff. Um and I hid everything and I managed to convince him to go away, but like what about if you hide Luther in a different place and he goes upstairs? The policeman goes upstairs and you you say the, the a different thing to what I said. Um cuz I think there's a certain difference between like a linear game like an uncharted where you have this linear path set out for you there's no like branching paths or anything but like you can replay the game on uh crushing or whatever the whatever the really really hard difficulty is called and like that brings about a different challenge and there's replayability there but here like um There's so much replayability in just the paths and even if you don't want to, I mean, even if you personally don't want to go into your game and like see if you can get everyone killed, you can still kind of like watch those bits on YouTube and like see just just a whole bunch of different stuff that can happen and even though the game is about 10 hours, which is still a great length for a video game, um, because some games are like 90 minutes, some games are 300 hours or whatever um like you have the witcher and stuff that's that's really long this is a nice like 10 hour until dawn style uh and I'll, I'll get onto those other comparisons in a minute this is a nice like 10 hour choose your own adventure and then go in there again but maybe you'll finish the game in 6 or 8 hours or maybe you'll do something else where it lasts 12 hours or 4 hours um it really just depends on the choices that you make and i just think um I want, I want more games like this in the future, definitely. I remember playing Until Dawn and thinking, like, I like this whole walk around, discover stuff, you find out clues, which can lead to stuff later, and you have different branching paths, and different people can die, and it's like, can you save everyone? Someone's about to die, how are you going to save them? Are you going to sacrifice someone else? Did you unlock something earlier that could save that person? Because there's a lot of that in Detroit as well, where it's like, you learn something new about Hank's dog, you learn his name, and that comes up later, but if you didn't learn that, you're gonna get caught out there. I just love that kind of stuff, and I think Detroit, with having this new perspective or fresh perspective on AI and and androids and stuff, um, and them all playing different roles, just I just love this love this this game. Um, and it was that thing where. Unfortunately, when because I, I, I remember during my first playthrough where I, I'd realised where I'd screwed up first. Like, my first decision where I went, like, okay, I've clearly made a bad decision here and this is going to come back to bite me. And it did. Um, I replayed exactly from that, that sequence, corrected my mistake, and then, like, learnt how that could correct things later. And then, like I said, I changed my choice with uh, Alice and Kara. I played dead instead of uh, surrendering um there is a third option there which is run i don't know what that does maybe that gets you shot and you have to like uh play dead afterwards or that gets you killed on the spot maybe i don't know Um uh, it another interesting narrative like if you choose run and the guards do or don't spot you maybe there's something slightly after um yeah i love that kind of thing and i mean i i platinumed uh until dawn and did all the bits and pieces there I didn't do the same for Detroit. I may go back um like at, at some point and get the platinum and maybe explore the other narratives. It is a bit more overwhelming with Detroit because there's just so many little branching paths where, whereas with Until Dawn there was a lot of branching paths but not as many as in Detroit. I feel at least that's what I feel like um happened I I could be wrong. It's just when you see the flow chart and you see so many different squares and stuff and you're like why my story could have gone wildly different, uh, and it's cool to see when you get to the end of a particular chapter or sex, or, uh, sequence, um, it shows your previous one there, I assume, if you've got your same save game, it shows your previous, uh, thing, like Connor died here, or, and then you, you, you make a different choice, and you see the other branching path, and it gets revealed to you, and, uh it says like Connor escaped with Hank or something like that that's just a random example um there was some there was some cases in my second playthrough where I, where I made the exact same choice um and uh i i didn't see the other options out of there there was like multiple choices in certain different scenes like where you go to save Hank in the uh, surveillance room and stuff or when that android breaks out Um, but it's like, what happens if you don't break, the? there's so many different things you could do here, and in terms of, in terms of having this game as a complete package for me, in terms of, uh, the acting, the graphics are amazing in this, uh, I've noticed really with PlayStation games, graphics getting just phenomenal as of late, uh, I mean, if you look at God of War, you had some really great landscape, that was more of a landscape, um, view sort of look at this amazing view and stuff uh i still had great graphics and everything else like kratos's axe and the character designs and stuff but it just immerses you so much more when you have everything that goes well like the, the gameplay was really solid there were certain finicky little bits and pieces where like i would go to use the right analog stick to um to make a certain t- something happen But I would accidentally move the camera. Little things like that. They didn't bother me too much. And they didn't get anyone killed. That was more in like. The smaller scenes. So I'll give a little bit of a pass on that. Because it didn't bother me too much. Um, And I sort of got around it a bit more later in the game. Uh. But yeah in terms of graphics and like having the snow and stuff there in, in certain scenes. And the landscape looking really good. The character designs were amazing. The designs of the androids. Uh, especially the ones you see later in the shop as well and stuff. Um, all looking really great. And then just the voice the voice acting and the performance. Uh, like the capture performance and stuff being really really good. Uh, yeah all, all of that just coupled together with. Or coupled together I should say with like your decisions just immersed me so much and i I had a really good really good time with this game uh with with reviews i'm also opening open to doing uh feedback podcasts so if i get 10 or so comments or, or, or something around that number enough for me to consider like okay i'll do like a maybe a mini podcast where i answer a couple of questions or do some feedback like what did you think of this or that I'm very much open open to doing that and not just on Detroit if you go back and look at any of my old video game reviews or TV reviews or something. uh, We love feedback here so uh, please send it in and we will do feedback shows and stuff. Uh, With reviews it will be a bit different because it's not like next week i review Detroit episode 2 or something. What I would do is just do like a second feedback show whereas like if we're in the middle of a season of Walking Dead or Westworld or something we would just like okay feedback received next week we'll answer it or the same with Gaming Talk um video games or solo video game reviews and stuff is more of a case of if that feedback came in five weeks or ten weeks or two days i would just do the podcast when that stuff arrives so there's no like time limit for it necessarily uh i mean even like a quiet place or something if you guys send send in a feedback for that or something i'm open to doing feedback podcasts that way uh because that's about all i have to say for detroit just uh, excellent just overall just with everything the branching paths and um even like i said with where i picked back up with my second playthrough and saved everyone um i'm kind of interested to go back even further like the interactions with the with the abusive father i did that sequence once i was happy with my result and it looked like there was a lot of different options there and stuff um so that might be kind of cool again i'm open to playing detroit i just don't know when i, I would like to uh, but yeah, great game. Really, really good stuff. Really happy with what um, Quantic Dream has, has done with this one. And it might be three to five years before we see the next game, but I'm uh, I'm happy to wait and see what they come up with. Uh, so yes, that's everything I have to say for this review. I don't really... Yeah, this is an odd one for spoilers where it's like, I've said a couple of things that could happen, but they just simply might not happen in your story, or they might you don't know when they're going to come up, or when you're going to be ready for them, or... Whatever. Uh, I'm just speaking about my experience with the game itself. Um, my favourite character. I guess that's the last thing I want to say. Definitely Kara and Alice. I felt a real sense of. Uh, I guess fictional responsibility. If you want to say that. I know they're not real characters and stuff. But uh, just like you you really feel like you want to protect Alice. And it's like. You don't necessarily want to sacrifice Kara. But you would if the situation arises. Uh, for, for that to happen. Um. I liked Connor, thought he was great, really liked how they integrated him with the story later. Marcus, it was okay, I felt like he was my least favourite of the characters. Um, I don't know, I liked, I kind of liked Jericho in the group as opposed to Marcus, so when like he joins up with them later, again, might be different there, I don't know. Um, yeah, I I preferred Marcus more when he was with Jericho later on, and he was making leadership decisions and stuff. And you got your relationship with the with the other characters there. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's everything I have to say for De- for Detroit: Become Human. Big big contender for Game of the Year. My Game of the Year so far. The games I can see rivaling that. Um, of course, the ones that are yet to come out. Things like Medieval could be could be really good. The remaster that's supposed to be coming out. Spider-Man, of uh, course. Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, maybe Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I don't. I don't know if I'll enjoy that as much as um, Detroit. I don't know. I haven't played it yet, of course, so I'm not sure. Um, those are kind of the games I've got in mind that might be uh, might be able to beat uh, Detroit for my game of the year. But if you would like to send in feedback or just send in any messages uh, for any purpose that you might see. Fit it's uh entertainment talk or is how you can do that entertainment talk uk at com is also there for your gmail option twitter is at etalk uk you can follow me there you can just talk to me about anything you like really doesn't have to be about games i guess uh anything to do with the site or just just anything i'm open to uh to having a chat so uh do, do with that what you will i suppose uh follow us on twitter tweet at us and uh hopefully we can have a good discussion um speaking of wait i'll do the rest of the the how you send in feedback i suppose facebook there's a facebook group in the facebook page you can join and like those individually uh so that's a good way to send in feedback there's also a mini sort of um email form that i put it's usually listed below where the podcast is embedded so if you just scroll down a little bit more you put in your email and your comment that'll get sent to me and i'll be able to uh, to read that and go from there uh, speaking of housekeeping, this is my first podcast back from the two weeks break. Uh, in case you couldn't tell, I'm a little, little bit rusty. Haven't spoken into a mic uh, since for, for two weeks. I did do Geek Town earlier today with Ga- with, with with David, um, so I was yeah I was a little bit rusty, but um, I'll get back to things. I hope. Um, but yes, in the last two weeks, we launched a brand new podcast series called Classic Reviews. It's basically a journey of nostalgia, rediscoveries, or new discoveries of things that I consider classic. Basically. Uh, As that's my podcast series. Different things are going to be classical to different people depending on your age or what you associate as classic. So I'll be picking and choosing those as I go through the season. Got some ideas of course, they're not just completely random. Uh, Well they kind of are, but it's not like a new week pops up and I go I'll just pick that out. I've got ideas of what to do for that series. Uh, So there's about five episodes left for the series. Um, Roughly, yeah. Episode three will be this week and then four will be the week after um yeah more than five actually just over five episodes left there's a few episodes left in the the series for that um and i'm also sort of rebranding the discussion category um i've sort of picked and choose where podcasts have gone for that it's it's a bit of a loosey uh, a loose sort of um category uh it's not like dedicated to anything specific but i'm gonna put be putting things more that are a bit more dedicated to it in uh in the category there uh so if i just fancy talking about a particular topic i'm just gonna do random little podcasts on them and uh go from there And as I said, I'm open to doing feedback podcasts on those as well. So, so far, we've had classic reviews um, for Ratchet & Clank. That was the first episode. And then the second episode was Toy Story, which for some reason on Facebook, it picked out one of my Walking Dead thumbnails. I didn't have the same problem on Twitter. And the website post is the normal uh, Toy Story picture. So, uh, I guess I'll blame that on Facebook uh, because that was a bit strange. It's happened before on Twitter and stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's just what that is and then the discussion pieces I talked about uh, Crash Bandicoot versus Super Mario and why I think uh, who is necessarily better and why that is exactly and then last week I did the new episode or I guess last week's episode uh, we're just focusing on Ubisoft and why I feel that they deserve a bit more praise and a bit more credit. Uh, I won't say what this this week's episodes are for either of those podcasts because it's Monday and those come out on Wednesday and Friday. So Look out for those at 3pm UK time, 10am Eastern time and 7am 7, 7 Pacific time. Uh, we will be returning with Gaming Talk this week and maybe a TV talk. I've got a couple of things I might talk about and I might do a bit of a follow up on my uh the crazy TV stuff that I did uh, Not gar- I, I'm not necessarily scheduling that for this week, that's, that's a maybe uh, if not this week, maybe next week, so we'll see how that goes but thank you all very very much for listening, uh, if you would like to support what we're doing here uh, there's a few ways you can do that patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk which is where you can redeem rewards for reviews of your choice and get your ride free podcast as well, there's Amazon affiliate link that's where you do your shopping on Amazon, we'll get a small cut of the amount that you spend But it doesn't cost you anything extra. That's a good way to support us as well. Uh, There's a couple of free ways you can support us as well. Either on the podcast platform of your choice. Or on iTunes. Doesn't matter too much. Uh, Please rate and review and subscribe to us over there. That will help us out as well. That will help us get shown in the iTunes charts. Uh, And then word of mouth of course. Tell your friends, families, co-workers, neighbours whoever you like, whoever you I guess speak to, uh, if they're talking about any of these shows or any of these games even if they're not, just tell them, it all helps and they can go and discover the site for themselves and then lastly, the very last thing I've talk about today is uh, video game streaming channels of course Uh, me and Robert stream various different video games, of course I haven't streamed for two weeks I think Robert has, but I I leave that down to Robert, that's his own kind of thing if he doesn't stream then that's up to him, Uh, but he's got a little schedule set out on the website Uh, you can can of course check that out anyway as well Uh, he's got one on Mixer I've got one on Twitch so you can check those out but yes just subscribe and follow us on uh, each different uh, platform that you can and it'll help you stay up to date thank you all very much for listening and I will see you next time goodbye